0: Coming to you from the front lines of the war on Life Day, this is Cheerful Ghost Radio.
1: Cheerful Ghost Radio is a podcast from the Cheerful Ghost community about interesting stuff in gaming and other various bits of nerdery.
0: Greetings, ghost, in this most cheerful of holidays. My name is Tim, and I'm joined by... John Dodson. And Travis. In this oh-so-shiny-and-bright episode of Cheerful Ghost Radio, we're going to take a bit of time to review the LEGO Star Wars Holiday Special, streaming right now on Disney+, and also wrap up things and chat about some huge Star Wars news. Joe Blasto, Joe
2: Blasto, Blasto mulira.
0: This new holiday special has a lot to live up to, as the original Star Wars holiday special was clearly one of the greatest entries in sci-fi history. It was an entry in sci-fi history. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, As with the original, this special surrounds the events of Life Day, but Rey might be a little late for the festivities as she's scouring time and space for answers about the force okay so we're just going to preface this for all of you to say that we are going to spoil everything so you have been warned and if you don't want spoilers pause this watch the movie come back and finish the episode so this is it final warning spoilers there be all right Travis, why don't you start us off with your thoughts on the Lego Star Wars holiday special?
2: Well, you know, there wasn't a Wookiee watching what is probably like VR <laughs> softcore porn. So I don't Why was
1: I thinking that just a minute ago? I, I don't know. I
2: don't think you can really call it a worthy successor because it didn't have that. that there
1: was v- no strip teaser. Yeah. Yeah.
2: pillar of a a star wars holiday special
1: well i mean
0: this (laughs) was the lego version you know so they had to tell us there's no vr lap
1: dance in star wars yeah okay
0: No, i mean that's a that's definitely a holiday life day tradition but (laughs) that's for when the tykes go to bed apparently apparently
1: i don't
0: know (laughs) you gotta let the younglings leave the room first
1: (laughs) so uh, so for people that don't know what travis is talking about and haven't seen the original star wars holiday special in that um uh, Chewbacca's like grandfather, itchy or lumpy, <laughs> or someone like that, literally kicks back in like a recliner and watches a program of a hologram dancer. It's very suggestive, very erotic, which is weird for a Star Wars. Uh-huh. Um, and that yeah. happened. So, okay.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. No B. Arthur singing in this one either. Oh, <laughs> Guys, I think you can go find if you're listening to this and you haven't watched mm-hmm. it. I think you can go on YouTube and watch the whole thing. Uh, try as Lucas might, he can't just erase this thing from history. It's it's worth he a, a watch. He
1: shouldn't. You shouldn't be able to. It needs to exist.
0: Get some friends yeah. and some alcohol involved right. in the watching because right. it is painful yeah. to try to watch by yourself.
2: And you I used need to, think, to be
0: able to riff on it with other people. Speaking oh. of
2: riffing, watch the riff tracks. Like Watch it along <laughs> with the riff tracks commentary. It is amazing. Like They even do commentary on the commercials. It's great.
1: Yeah, I used to think <laughs> nothing Star Wars could be that bad. Oh, <laughs> Oh, God. it's so bad. It's, it's so really paid. I think the worst w- we should review the Star Wars holiday special at some point. But I yeah. would say, like, in general, I think my biggest critique is just that it's boring. It, it really so is boring. It really it is. Is. It's just so boring. <sighs> wow. Well, yeah, we, we really should about? review that. Right. The Lego one. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, the Lego one. <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: no, honestly, uh, it's it's a fairly forgettable watch but it was an enjoyable thing to watch like if you're familiar at all with the lego style of humor it's got that in droves and it's great i uh, love watching like playing through the lego star wars games the, the humor they toss in is pretty fantastic like whenever something happens to a character and like they lose some body part. You see them like literally take the Lego bit off and toss it. There's, there's a lot of stuff like that thrown into the Lego star Wars holiday special. And you know, it's not Canon. It can't be Canon (laughs) because of what happens where they're like, Ray is going through time and like meeting people from her past and from the galaxy's past. But you know, it's, it's, it pays a nice homage to, I think it is canon series. and
1: isn't a canon at the same time. Like I agree <laughs> with you this, the time travel stuff absolutely can't be canon. It just wouldn't work. Right. But do you, but I think it does canonize life day. And I, and I think that in a way, now, life because i was canon I've heard, before that. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it, it kind of like confirms that, but I, it, I think that Favreau even wants to do a holiday special. You I know, heard something uh, about uh, that a while action. back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But yeah, um, like I, I liked like going through all these different eras of star Wars and, you know, seeing Darth Vader and Ray fighting through time and then like popping up in the Mandalorian and both cooing at baby Yoda which was <laughs> perfect. And then, you know, showing up at the beginning of episode one, like showing Obi-Wan being incredibly bored about trade negotiations and stuff like that. Like it, it did a really solid job of celebrating the history of star Wars while also poking fun at it in a really lighthearted and appreciative way. Like it was respectfully poking fun at it. And I love that about it. And you know, it it doesn't really bring a lot of new stuff to the table, but it's a nice kid friendly holiday story about you know, the meaning of friendship and family and how that's yeah. sometimes more important than, the goals that you're striving toward and even can be what helps you achieve the goals you're striving toward.
0: Yeah. Um Also one thing uh, I wanted to point out here to all you guys is they just go right on ahead and say that Finn is force sensitive and that Ray is training him to be a Jedi.
2: Right. <laughs> like, right. And speaking of, speaking of kind of what you said, so John, there are things that are, that's canon like that even I think the
0: driving point canon, of the movie canon. is that she's yeah. trying to become a better teacher.
2: Yeah. You know? So like, <laughs> Like I was saying, you mentioned that you think it might be partly canon. I wonder if that's yeah, I'm I'm assuming that that's part of it. That's yeah, I'm sure they had to
0: clear that with
2: exactly, you know,
0: Lucasfilm proper if they were going to use that to be like, yeah, no, he's definitely force sensitive.
2: They've got the Freemaker adventures also like the Star Wars, Lego Star Wars Freemaker adventures. That is an entirely different story. That isn't canon but they still clear it like it is canon so i kind of wonder if some of the more feasible stuff was in the same kind of bank where they have certain things that are canon but you know they can't really call it canon obviously
0: right right john did you have any specific thoughts you wanted to add in
1: it's like travis said the star wars like a star wars holiday special is like a star wars greatest hits you know they take all these iconic shots and fun moments. And they mix it up in, in, in a unique way. It's kind of fun to see Vader get dumped on a little bit. And honestly... <laughs> I, I don't know. This might be my second favorite version of the Emperor. He's just such a dick. It's so fun to see. I know. Um, I love that. It kind of reminded me a bit of the Emperor
0: from the robot chicken specials. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But, like, but kid safe version
1: of that Emperor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was a lot of fun. And and I loved the post-rise of Skywalker stuff. I really liked it a lot. And and I think that it it's fun. Even when the characters are just hanging out for a holiday party, because a significant portion of this, they're just chilling and they're getting, you know, like just having a party with their friends. And I really like that. I, 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 I kind of want more Star Wars when the stakes are high and just existing. We don't need to run around and have the Emperor shooting his laser beams in the sky to have a good Star Wars time. Like you could just you could do less. You could do less. Um, and I really like that about it. I. I just think existing in the world can be fun, you know, like literally Ray and Poe are just training in the beginning and it's, it, it, sorry, Ray and Finn are just training in the beginning and it's really cool. Um, I, there, there are a lot of, um, um, <clears throat> nods and that kind of thing. I think it was fun to, you know, that max Rebo is back and it was his band <laughs> minus seven. That was funny. That's funny. Yeah. That was a lot of fun to have him back in there. But, um, um, I, I have a critique of this um, a little bit, and I don't mean to derail the conversation, but can we talk about a, a critique that I have of this and maybe of the Mandalorian, yeah. too, at the same time? Is that all right? Yeah, hmm. go okay, for it. Sure. OK, I one thing I'm noticing about the Mandalorian and then it's my biggest critique of it in general. And by the way, I just want to say I like the Mandalorian show. I really do. I think it's a good show. And I think this I think Star Wars Lego holiday special is good, too. I, I like it a lot. I think it's really cute. I laughed ear to ear. It was it smiled eerier watching. It It was was really fun. This is kind of my critique of Star Wars in general now is can it be more than just references to itself? Like the Mandalorian feels like a lot of references. This feels like that. I'm just wondering if Star Wars and when it's going to be new again. Mm. Well, they have the High Republic stuff
2: coming soon, which could yeah we'll talk about something. that later yeah. we'll, we'll,
1: we'll talk about that a little later like in an in episode but i'm just wondering if is just star wars like i just i hope star wars was once new and now i think my biggest critique of star wars isn't that i didn't have fun with this it was great my son enjoyed it he loved it you know we had a really good time i'm just wondering if star wars is gonna do more than just reference itself forever you know what i mean like i I don't know I, I I'm just I'm I'm wanting more new in Star Wars and I think my biggest critique of this is that it's there's not much there and then in the Mandalorian I just kind of want more new Um, I think I'm I think I'm mixing it up because this is for kids and it really can be that <laughs>
2: right.
0: yeah I'm just, but, I, mean, but I I, but I think
2: I'm, the time kind to of in do this like new Star Wars Star Wars, Wars.
0: <laughs> This yeah. was definitely not the place to do it. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> the Lego okay. Holiday Special was definitely not going to be. But no, you no, you know, breaking new ground for Star Wars. No,
2: I agree no. with you. Like, but I think your I, general,
0: yeah, your Mandalorian. Your general point, I agree
2: with you, especially like I've been like I talked to you guys uh, in uh, our our text chain uh, a couple times about this. How the Mandalorian is bringing in so many different references this season. Yes. That Like I'm enjoying it so much and I wonder how much like somebody who hasn't read any of the books and who hasn't read any or hasn't watched any of the uh, shows other than the Mandalorian are feeling about it if they're feeling the same way that I am about it because I get a lot of the references because I have and I feel like Mm -hmm. it's almost I as much as I've wanted to see a live action Ahsoka, I kind of wondered how they could do that in a way that didn't throw people off because how many people know how, who, who watched the Mandalorian know how important Ahsoka is to star Wars without seeing the animated series?
1: Well, I've never seen the animated series, but I really enjoyed the Ahsoka stuff that, that, that so for me, that was okay. But my, but the Mandalorian is constantly referencing the original trilogy and yeah. stuff. So again, yeah. th- th- that, that, like, Clone War stuff was lost on me, but I still really enjoyed it. But but I think, again, it's like, are all Star Wars shows going to keep referencing the same material over and over and over again? Are we going to get something new? And I think that's a lit. I, I just really hope that Star Wars can live on as more than nostalgia bait. And, I, and because I love it and I would say the new stuff is good but I want it to be great. You know what I mean? I really do want it to be great. And so I really hope that it can be, I'm really mixing things. This is about a kid's show and I'm getting all metaphysical on like the Mandalorian (laughs) and stuff, but like, you know, I don't know. Anyways.
2: no, I think even Lucas has been doing that since the, like he was kind of doing that with the prequels. It's an entire backstory to Darth Vader. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And his
2: whole
0: thing about how, you know, they have to rhyme. And so it would touch on sort Mm. of the same things over again.
2: Everything yeah. is tied into this time period so much over the years. I wouldn't want to be the first person who tried to break out from that and do something entirely new because oh. there's such a big chance of people just. Thinking that it's a pile of shit because it doesn't connect to the story that they know. So, yeah, yeah I, I yeah. just I know ask what you Brian mean, John. Johnson. <laughs> he tried i mean Uh, i love that movie so much He tried i know (laughs) yeah Yeah.
1: i know i know all right
0: so um you know i overall i would say i liked this uh there was definitely a lot of humor that i found funny i especially liked uh every time that they cut to the death star 2 a new piece
1: fell off of it (laughs) You know? <laughs> I love that they reference. I love the Emperor and Darth Vader called it the Death Star 2.
0: I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Isn't that a bit derivative? What about <laughs> Star Killer Base? That's what? stupid. That <laughs> is a stupid <good> idea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love that stuff. That was very good. Yeah.
0: Funny. Yeah, we built two of them. I know. That's what gave us the idea to build a third one.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's funny.
0: Um, overall, though, like, I. If I didn't have kids, I probably would never, ever watch this again. (laughs) Like, I am glad that I watched it once, but I didn't love it. It was okay. I, you know, yeah, I, I didn't think it was as funny as like some of the other Lego projects like Lego
1: Batman or the original Lego movie. Oh, no, it's not anywhere close to those being as good as those are. Oh, one thing I wanted to say that that I think is really good about it, because, I, you know, I, I don't want people to think I didn't like the holiday special or whatever. But one thing that I think is really good, and this sort of speaks to the format that it came in, which is streaming is is just as long as it needs to be. Um, yeah, I did not yeah, know exactly how long it was, did. 24 yeah. minutes. It's not it doesn't overstay its welcome. No, it's the right runtime. So that's one thing that I think they nailed, which is it's not overstuffed um at all actually it's just the right amount of length i didn't i didn't i felt like it, i thought it was great and and i think that streaming can really embrace the you know we don't need to stretch this out to two hours thing and because hey, this because this could get really overstay its it absolutely <laughs> doesn't to its credit so
2: yeah yeah also another thing that, that we- i didn't mention like the voice acting was phenomenal i love that they yeah. had in some of the from the movies and LED lo-
1: came back a lot of people from done. the um, <laughs> yeah
2: from the animated series but even the people who didn't show up like the people they had to replace like, I was assuming it was Daisy Ridley doing Ray but that wasn't Daisy Ridley she just did a really mm-hmm. good impression yeah and oh, all the other people who were like pretending to be somebody else in the the new cast were phenomenal at their jobs
1: yes props to the voice cast Hello podcast friends, this is John Dotson host of Cheerful Ghost Radio and the creator of Tale of the White Wyvern if you listen to this show you might be a fan of Cheerful Ghost and maybe you read the articles on our site and have also checked out our new text based adventure mini mmo tale of the white wyvern cheerful ghost is a scrappy indie community that makes awesome text games and we'd love any support you can give us right now if you head to cheerful ghost and hit the heart button you have some incredible support options in that you can use to start in that you could donate a few dollars through paypal if you wanted to do a bit more you can buy a cheerful ghost membership that gets you some great supporter perks on Cheerful Ghost, as well as unlock some member-only titles and alternative cosmetic weapon, armor, and hat sets in Tale of the White Wyvern, including the coveted horse armor. On top of the ability to donate a few dollars or get a Cheerful Ghost membership, we also have a Tale of the White Wyvern merch store, so you can adorn yourself with the best-looking shirts and mugs from your favorite text adventure mini-MMO. I love the mug and personally use it to use it today to drink some coffee which you know might be the best way to drink coffee might be the best way to drink coffee that was ever invented Uh, at least I think so hopefully you do too so we thank you for your support and only want you to donate or become a member or buy merch if you can swing it so don't do anything that puts you in financial trouble friend so thanks again and hopefully we can keep cheerful ghost independent through your continued support all
0: right. So, right as we were uh, sitting down to watch the Lego special, uh, Disney had their investors' day and announced a what? It, what's the imperial conversion of a metric fuck ton of new <laughs> projects? <laughs> no kidding. Um, so, and a lot of that was Star Wars related. So, we thought we would uh, spend a moment and talk about some of these new projects. So, coming to Disney Plus, we can look forward to Andor, the story of one of the characters from Rogue One, Obi Wan Kenobi, Ahsoka, Star Wars Rangers of the New Republic, Star Wars The Bad Batch, The Acolyte, A New Lando Show, Star Wars Visions, and Star Wars A Droid Story. John. Is this too much Star Wars or is this just enough?
1: No, I don't think it's too much Star Wars. And if you guys remember our Rise of Skywalker review, um, you know, with Lando was when it was like, I don't you know, when when one of the former stormtroopers at the end of Skywalker was like, I don't know who my people are. It's like, well, let's find them. And then and then during our review, I'm like, and you can find out all about that on my Disney Plus show <laughs> coming yeah, soon. No kidding. I forgot about um, that. Yeah. You called it. Yes. Yes, I did. Yes. So now no one knows what it's gonna be, but you know, Billy D likes being in Star Wars. And frankly, mm-hmm. a Lando show where he like post Rise of Skywalker, do it. Do it. Um, do post Rise of Skywalker because again, like just yeah, move forward. <laughs> you know what I mean. You don't I have think, to yeah. shoehorn it in as a Skywalker thing anymore. You can just do Star Wars in a different post Skywalker era, and I'm I, I can't wait if that's essentially what it is, which is Lando helping these kids find their parents in a galaxy that's still problematic. I am in if that's literally what the show is. I'm in. I really am.
0: Now it um, sounded like the Lando show is very early in very yes yeah, they're very writing it still like, writing it right did now. they yeah. even say if billy d is coming back nope are they doing nope okay yeah because nope. i feel Nothing like about that i feel like they have to bring billy d williams in at one point in, like either in billy fashion.
2: d or i mean yeah they have to bring billy d even in. Like, well even, even if, if they, they do like the...
0: young lando right i feel like you have to bring in billy d and yeah, have him agree. narrate it like he's recounting yes. his memoirs yeah Back in the day, <laughs> like in, exactly. Yeah, right. well, because like haven, in solo right. story, yep. you, yeah. they kept cutting to him, like you know, recording like his story. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. I feel like if they do a Lando show, and it's not just you know post Rise of Skywalker, if they're doing young Lando, which I have a feeling is probably the route they're going to go, then they have to at least bring in Billy D Williams to like do a, a narration intro and outro, at, as like the elder. Lando recounting his his life story so I'm excited
1: about a new Lando show I I am but if if you're looking at the stuff that I'm thinking to myself okay based on my earlier critique what are we going to get that might be new I think the new Lando show could be something new I think that could Mm -hmm. be cool Um, the Andor show probably won't be. I think one of the hardest things about that show is that they're going to have to fit it in before rogue one. I think that the, the, the thing that stunk about rogue, well, I liked rogue one a lot, but the thing that was hard was everyone died at the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. So now they've got to do this thing where it can't last very long, even if it's great, you know what I mean? And it's, it's like a prequel to a prequel. And so it's hard. I'm not sure it's going to be bad. I think it's going to be really good, but honestly, I don't, I don't know that. That one's tricky because is that going to be as inter? Is it as interesting as a post Rogue One show would be? I don't know. I hope so.
2: I hope. I think so. it could be. I think like early days of the rebellion, like trying to yeah. piece things together, like yeah. they could set it like five years before Rogue One and like show, yeah, Cassie and Andor's like early days like where he's not you, you see him in the first few minutes of rogue one just straight up murder a dude that just gave him some important yeah. information so yeah like seeing him before that transition could be could be interesting if i it could also be really derivative and uninteresting i guess it just kind of depends on the direction they take it right
1: i i i hope what i see in that show that they could tie it in would be some sort of way to tie in the new the the the, the rebellion to infant's nest from solo i, Ooh, I could see something yes. like that happening yeah and could get involved with darth maul and something like that that could be interesting uh so the obi-wan kenobi show i'm not really expecting a whole lot new there but i am really interested in seeing um ian mcgregor and we just heard news that Hayden Christensen's going to reprise yes. his role as Darth Vader, and on th- there's yes. not going to be anything new with that. But I'm I'm just I'm in. <laughs> I am <laughs>
0: so for
2: ready that. for that.
1: I'm,
0: yeah. I'm
2: in. I have no
0: idea how they're going to work that nope. out. You know, nope. logistically, hey, I'm not sure what
1: because <laughs> they work, hadn't seen but, each other since. Yeah, how yeah. could they have seen each other? They couldn't. Exactly. Uh, is it going to be a bunch of like? Is it going to be a bunch of? Um, I don't know. Like, uh, just what is that where they go back into? they go back flashback uh, where, flashbacks? Yeah. I don't know. So I, I don't know, but I just hope it doesn't get prequel ridiculous where it's, the, they're <laughs> inventing all the stuff that didn't happen, but it happened. I don't know. But, but I'm on, I'm in, I'm in for whatever. I think that could mm-hmm. be really cool. So, so no, I, I think I'm really excited about all the new star Wars stuff. Um I think the acolyte is the thing that is the biggest wild card for me because yes. that is star Wars. The High Republic, which is supposed to which is which is in, it's the most interesting because it's 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 outside of any Skywalker anything. Mm -hmm. It's the High Republic. It's way. But you were talking earlier about wanting new Star Wars. I think that's our
0: best shot at getting something like it's weird that it's new.
1: It's weird that it's the best shot we have new Star Wars, but it's going way back in time. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's fine. It's all good. But I'm really curious what that High Republic era will be. And you're right. I mean, I you know, that's what Disney's banking a lot on is that High Republic era. So I'm interested in that. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I like that they're all TV shows. I like that they're all long form. They're, they did announce some films and we'll talk about those later. But uh, yeah, I, I'm in. Let's do it. More Star Wars. It's not too much. Because if it's bad, I'll just not watch it.
0: Yeah, there's definitely some of these that I'm looking forward to more than others. Um, like, and or like, obviously, I'm going to give that a shot when it comes out, but it's not like I'm waiting with bated breath for that one. <laughs> uh, the Obi-Wan is both the one that I'm probably the most excited for, but also the one yeah. that I'm most afraid for. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair what are you afraid the most about yeah. it. The most? Um, I mean, I'm just, I'm super excited to see Ewan McGregor get another yeah. shot to play Obi-Wan yeah. with maybe a script that's better. <laughs> Cause yeah, I think he was probably the best thing about the prequels are, you know, arguably
2: he or the emperor. But, I agree with you. The yeah. emperor. Yeah. yeah. Great. But Do he,
0: it. he had so little to work with and I yeah. feel like if he had more then it just, it would have been even better. So I, I look yeah. forward to him getting another shot at this, but it's also the one where I'm like, I don't know how they're going to do this. Cause mm-hmm. that's supposedly a time when
1: Obi-Wan's just laying low, not doing nothing. He did yeah. nothing. The movie's <laughs> apparent wants to leave. He's an old hermit by the Dune Sea that didn't do jack yeah. shit. What is this show guys? What yeah. is this show?
0: Uh, you know, Ahsoka, I think was, it kind of an obvious pick especially oh, yeah. after her soft pilot in uh yeah <laughs> in the yeah. Mandalorian here Mandalorian I think season that one two might be not a surprise at all yeah the
1: the whole Mandalorian season two might as well be uh also called this is the springboard for which we launch a million shows because I think right. Rangers of the New Republic it is, is going to feature what is that the um who's the person that became a new ranger of the Republic in season two uh what's her name oh
2: Cara uh, Dune Cara, Cara Dune, Dune. Yeah. yeah.
1: Isn't she going to head up that new show?
2: I don't know if they I, said I anything know. about who's going to do that. No, no, they, they didn't. But she's yeah, a ranger didn't. of the New Republic. Is she a ranger? Or, I have a feeling she's like, going to be. call the Marshal. Like,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe she's not yeah, in it. I just I figured sure. she'd be in it. I don't know. No.
0: I don't really. So I know the Bad Batch. Isn't that. Travis, you're more familiar with the Clone Wars TV mm-hmm. show. Doesn't that tie into that?
2: Did you watch. So you haven't finished the Clone Wars, so I assume you haven't watched the newest season that they released like last year of the Clone Wars, have you?
0: No, no. I'm, I think I'm up to season five now. I've been trying to get into watching it more often.
2: So the, the Bad Batch was introduced in um, this most recent season. There are a bunch of clones where they decided to experiment with the formula rather than just like making pure clones of Jango Fett. They like try to tweak some things about them so that
0: Mm -hmm. they
2: each have their own kind of specialties so they look different like one of them looks exactly like the sniper dude from uh team fortress 2 and one of them (laughs) sounds exactly like the medic from team fortress 2 so i kind of wonder if somebody was playing tf2 (laughs) while they were making this but
1: Uh, that's funny that's funny
2: (laughs) but yeah yeah uh, the bad batch is born straight out of clone wars that's cool and that was an interesting trailer i wasn't sure where they were going to go with it but it's like a bunch of these like not exactly conformist clones who are having to deal with an empire rising. So that could be an interesting watch too. I was, I heard they were making the bad batch like last year, I think. And I was like, okay, whatever. That's weird. But now that trailer kind of has me sold.
1: Question for you, Travis. I I forget. It's been a while since I've watched the prequels and I haven't seen the clone wars, but are are the bad batch, are they fighting for the empire? I don't, it's again, I don't really
2: remember
1: clone wars movie. It looks like they're literally working for the emperor. I or think something.
2: that's I, how they start, at least in the trailer. But I'm assuming they're going to switch at some point. I don't know. No, I think it would be cool to have a show from the perspective
1: of the empire yeah. and their bad guy. Like, I'm OK with that. Like, I'm OK with a show from the perspective of these people are from the empire fighting against the rebellion. I'm OK with that. Yeah, that's what I thought the show was. And I'm like, OK, that's really cool. I like that idea.
2: Yeah, I think that there you're going to see at least some of that one one thing that i haven't liked about the stories that they've done recently where it looks like you're going to get a story from the side of the empire is like the the lead in battlefront 2 i was thinking okay this is awesome we're going to get to play this new perspective but no like second mission she switches sides and i'm like just just have some guts and commit to this i want to see the <laughs> yeah. whole story you know yeah yeah
1: absolutely it's a yeah. Absolutely,
2: Yeah, I think I'm most excited about Ahsoka out of all of these. Um, I think that she's like literally my favorite character in all of Star Wars because of Clone Wars and uh, Rebels. But I, if you start watching Clone Wars thinking, wow, Travis said this was a great character, you're going to be very annoyed with her at first because she's like this plucky annoying kid padawan but she Mm -hmm. grows so much and it's 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 phenomenal to watch her character growth
0: agreed yeah i'm far enough in the series where she's kind of she's really grown on me and i i like her as a character a lot so it was i've I've, you know i've at least seen enough to where when she popped up in the mandalorian i could appropriately geek out
2: (laughs) Mm, nice
1: (laughs) the only thing i've seen of the clone wars is the original movie that wasn't great no it was not no No, it, it was not It was not great. Uh -uh.
2: You can kind of imagine that as like the first three or four episodes of season one. And then just kind of if you decide to watch it, just give season one a bit of an excuse. Like they they get a pass for having a really bad season to start with. (laughs) Sure.
1: Well, I mean, the next generation takes a little bit to get going. so It does. Yeah. Yeah. That first season's not it's okay, but yeah, yeah. a lot of filler there too, so and of course,
0: uh Disney announced Mandalorian season three will be uh coming out not or you know late next year, probably around Christmas of next year. I th- I don't think anybody was surprised by that one. <laughs> then we also got two movie announcements. First off, we've got Star Wars Rogue Squadron, directed by Patty Jenkins.
1: Woo! Looks yes, killer! Yes. I am so excited. Jenkins uh, is real good. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, she's done fantastic with uh, the Wonder Woman movie. I can't wait yeah. to see the, the next one. This and, seems like
1: Disney's saying like, hey, guys, you know how you liked Rogue One? OK, Rogue Squadron. <laughs> it's like they can't make a sequel to Rogue One, so they're making a sequel to Rogue One <laughs> without making one. I mean, it seems like that to me. I don't know. I don't know. I could be wrong. but Yeah. So that's that's
0: going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to that one. And then we didn't get much in the way of details, but we know that Taika Waititi is going to be making a new Star Wars
1: film. The and rumor is, is okay, that's going to be ahead. a Doctor Afra movie. That's the oh, rumor. So there's that Marvel, really? there's that Marvel TV show, there's that Marvel comic Doctor Afra who I believe the, the the whole thought is that she's working for the Empire trying to hunt down stuff mm-hmm. in the galaxy or whatever, working for the emperor maybe. And that's what I heard that might be. But I'm not sure you you don't know. And that I, and it might be like in conjunction with Marvel. Um, I it might hope be that's con- it. since Taika Waititi's done Marvel. It's yeah. If Kevin Feige is working with them on this. That's the that's the rumor. I don't know if it's true, but it could be.
2: I love those comics, so I hope that's the case. I hadn't heard that rumor. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Could be. Yeah, I
0: hadn't heard that either, but that I would be on board with that. Yeah. So one big thing missing from these announcements is any word of the Ryan Johnson trilogy. Now, um, before we did some recording, I, I I hit the interwebs here and I couldn't find anything that said that there's been any you know postponements or cancellations. As far as I can tell, it looks like it's still happening, but it's a little worrisome that we haven't heard anything. Why do you think that might be,
1: John? that's a really good question i don't know (laughs) um ryan johnson so he did knives out it was really popular original work did it really quickly love i really liked it and he's right back into knives out too like working on it um i don't know i don't know i I think i know that i think what happened after skywalker and because of solo, you know, we've, we've talked about that solo, not making as much money as they wanted and yeah. that being kind of a box office flare, that Disney was re-evaluating its movies, Star Wars films. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, cause rise of Skywalker still made a billion dollars, <laughs> which is a lot. It's um, a lot but of money less than even the last Jedi, which made 1.3 and obviously, um, Force Awakens made 1.8 or something like that. So I I could be wrong exactly on some of those numbers. But I know that um, Skywalker didn't even make as much as as The Last Jedi. So so I, I they haven't officially canceled it. And if they have, they haven't mentioned it. And Ryan Johnson is off making knives out. And I know that there's a ton of Star Wars content. But again, if you look at all the content, it's really just two movies. Um, So I don't know. I don't know. I I love The Last Jedi. I would love a Ryan Johnson trilogy. I really would. But it doesn't seem to be a priority for him right now. And Disney's not. And even when um, DB, David Benioff and DB Weiss, they were, you know, the Game of Thrones guys, they were going to do a trilogy. And then they, you know, said they weren't going to do that anymore. Even Kathleen Kennedy said, hey, you know, when you're done with the Netflix stuff, let's talk. You know, I'd like to work with you all. So I don't know. I don't know what to make out of it. I'm bummed. I'll be honest with you, because I really like his stuff. I wonder if it has to do with movies and, the, you know, the new box office reality of, you know, COVID or whatnot. But yeah. I was bummed. I was bummed. Um, but honestly, a new Dives Out movie will be awesome, too. So it's not like we're not going to get good stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. But no one makes movies like him and no one was probably going to do the trilogy that he was going to do. So it would have been all, you know, unique stuff. And that's one of the things that I was most excited about a Ryan Johnson trilogy, knowing that he would have focused on something new. Yes. Um. So, you know, Rogue One squad, you know, Star Wars Rogue Squad As much as that movie is going to be killer, um, you know, it's going to you know tread over universe that we've seen, you know, already in that kind of thing. So I don't know. I, yeah. I think the biggest bummer of that is just you know knowing that we probably won't get something as much new as I'd like. But it's not like you know, like I said, Knives Out Two would be awesome. So, what do you think, Travis?
2: Yeah, I think you're you're on the your idea about the realities of the box office in COVID might be part of it in where they, they have one movie like star Wars Rogue squadron is a movie upon itself. And the Taika movie is probably a movie in and of itself as well. And maybe they're just like kind of hedging their bets a bit on anything that would start a new trilogy before knowing what the box office is going to look like after covid if i mean i heard that some of these theater chains are really struggling like regal has closed down all of their movie theaters and that's you know they're not like bankrupt and going under or anything but they're waiting for the right time to open things back up um and you know i would love to see ryan johnson tackle like a High Republic trilogy or something like that. They might be trying to find the right time for him to jump in because I mean, they never said anything specific about what he was going to be doing or when he was going to be doing it. So yeah, my hope is there that
0: haven't been a lot of concrete details.
2: Yeah. My hope is that that's still out there and they're waiting to see what the High Republic media push they're doing is going like to how that's going to be received and seeing how the movie business changes before going down a trilogy path and, or maybe Ryan just wants to do some non-Star Wars stuff for a while and then come back to it. Because I can't imagine being the man who made the last Jedi and receiving death threats for it and coming back to it within a couple of years, he might want some time off. So, I mean, there's a lot of factors. That's very true. Too. They may have canceled yeah, that's it. That's a good point. Like they, that's a good point. They I, may have just softened it. I think they would have mentioned it. Right. Probably. I think they would have yeah, mentioned yeah. that. But so I it's, we have no idea what's going on. I really hope it still happens at some point, but, um, there's a pretty good slate of star Wars stuff coming out. And like you said, John, we've got knives out too coming out soon, which I'm thrilled about. So yeah, I think we're, we're, we're pretty solid for a while.
1: Yeah. One of the, one of the uh, rumors I heard was that Johnson's trilogy was going to focus on broom boy. Um, and frankly, if like he was going to make a star Wars goonies thing, with you know a kids <laughs> Star Wars thing, I'm in, guys. A trilogy of Star Wars Goonies movie, like gi- like give me a break. You know what I mean? Like hell yeah! In a post Rise of Skywalker world, like I'm in. Like I don't know if that's what it would have been, but that'd be cool too. You know, just you know Goonies and Star Wars. Like give it to me now. I'm I'm in. But who knows? But yeah,
0: yeah. I'm wondering if, um. Uh, Disney is not rushing on his trilogy because of the and I even hate to say the fan backlash because I don't I don't know. I wonder about some of these people if they really are even fans of Star Wars. <laughs> the you fans know, of things are the
2: worst. Certainly there was them. a yeah.
0: loud and angry contingent of people who watched that movie, you know. And it definitely seems like with Rise of Skywalker that Disney learned all the wrong lessons from that <laughs> and
2: yeah, basically yeah.
0: undid as much of The Last Jedi as they could <laughs> to move forward with other stuff. Um, So that's kind of my fear is that they haven't canceled it, but they are definitely like either waiting for Ryan Johnson to move on to something else or they're just waiting for enough time to pass to where you know this loud, rabid, angry, terrible people <laughs> bashed on the movie so much, uh kind of quiet down or go away, <laughs> and I say that as a person who had what I think are legitimate complaints about the last Jedi, but not to the point where I think Ryan Johnson is a bad filmmaker or even. <laughs> you know, and especially not that he demand like deserves death threats. Sure. (laughs) I mean, I had some
2: complaints about the last Jedi. I have some complaints about every movie I see, but man,
1: people, yeah, I've seen, they didn't, my biggest complaint in last Jedi is they didn't really, um, give Snoke a backstory.
2: (laughs) 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 I knew that's what you were going to (laughs) say. No, like, (laughs) I've seen people just who, for that.
0: They're going to announce the Ryan Johnson trilogy yeah. is all about Snoke.
1: <laughs> oh man!
2: You know what? That it's was just going to be, be him
1: <laughs> giving just ten was, hours of Snoke table re- just reading. Lore it's just like
2: for ten hours. Ten hours of a camera on Ryan Johnson's face yeah. while he reads you exactly what happened.
1: <laughs> so boring, so dry. Mm.
2: No, I've seen like people on. Twitter and Reddit and other, you know, cesspools of the internet where it seems yeah. like they wrap their entire identities into disliking the last Jedi and like just guys, it's, it's been a few years. Just move on.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm never going to move on and make fun of them for it. So they're never going to move on from mm. being hurt by it. It's okay. It's a cycle that will never end. It's okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. We're just going to feed off each other until we're dead
2: (laughs) (laughs) A time of joy Of friendship Of family All of this Life day is
1: And a happy one I wish you
0: All right. So we started off this episode talking about the Lego holiday special. Um,
1: oh, yeah. that. Right.
0: Yeah. I think it's time for us to rate it on the ghost scale. John, let's start with you.
1: This is a hard one to review because it's somewhere for me literally between meh and rad. But the reason why we created the cheerful ghost scale is so you can't have anything like yeah, that. So you have to make a <laughs> you decision. have to break on it. And I'm because it's on Disney Plus and it's got a really short run time and it's a lot of fun. And the first time I watched it, it was a joy. Didn't have as much fun watching the second time uh, with my son because I wanted to, you know, have it more fresh in my mind. I'll give it a rad. I, it's a lot of fun. It's a fun romp through Star Wars. Uh, if you've got Disney Plus, you know, there's not a lot to watch on there anyway. So watch it um it's really really it's cool it's rad um you're gonna get a little bit uh you're gonna get a little bit of post rise of skywalker world you're gonna get a lot of greatest hits of star wars some really fun scenes some really fun jokes have a good time watch it with your kids it's great it's a rad travis how about you
2: yeah i'm solidly in the rad camp here as well and I, i think that you gotta have to consider that this wasn't exactly targeted toward us. It definitely had a more of no. a, my kid targeted very much uh mood. So, and I think it really set out to do exactly what it intended to do, which was to be in a fun kid show that had enough of the knowledge and respect and, you know, uh, history of star Wars to give the parents or, You know, adults without kids who are watching it because they're Star Wars fanatics like, you know, nobody on this call for sure. Uh, (laughs) Something to laugh about. I mean, it did a really good job. Uh, I think that it's something you should watch at least once. And, you know, you probably won't feel the need to watch it again, honestly. But it's worth your time to go through it once. And like John said, it's the greatest goes through the greatest hits of Star Wars. It's a nice, fun little celebration that is ultimately meaningless and unimportant. And you probably won't care much about it after you're done watching it. But while you're watching it, it is a lot of fun.
1: But isn't that like opening your presents on Christmas, right? I mean, You, it kinda, you open yeah. all this stuff and you're not going to remember it anymore. And it immediately goes in the garbage, but that's like Christmas. So it's, it's a perfect Christmas <laughs> gift. <laughs>
0: So yeah kind of like you John I I struggled on where I wanted to place this one um ultimately I fell onto you know like you guys I fell into the rad category cuz it is you know it's not fantastic but it is fun and if you've got Disney Plus and you've got kids and you don't, you know, assuming you don't absolutely hate Star Wars and Lego, like, sure, give it a shot. Watch it once. I don't. Look, if think you hate Star become... Wars and
2: Lego, I don't really want to meet you. Like, who are you? How do you not <laughs> love at least one of those things?
0: Yeah. <laughs> if you don't um, like fun, you're gonna hate this. <laughs> if you hate fun and creativity, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's you know it's easily skippable if you just don't want to <laughs> but I'll I'll give it a rad in that, you know, I, I don't know if this is gonna become a staple in, you know, my household to watch every year, but I'm glad we watched it that
1: one time, at least. So it's nice to have a good Star Wars holiday special.
2: You mean a second good holiday special? There you go.
1: <laughs> no, the first good one. <laughs> <laughs>